Welcome to another edition of the greatest radio show alive. Beckett Radio. Justin's smiling because he knows it's true. It is very true. I'm your host, Derek Ficken, alongside Justin Gruner. Justin, you went to the baseball game last night. Yeah. You got an autograph. I did. But they lost. No, they no, didn't no, no, just no. lose. No, it wasn't just loss. <laughs> they it got was... stomped. We were one hit into the eighth inning, man. It That's was bad. awful. And the first hit came in the first inning. I mean, so it's a long season. But you know what? Michael Choice was really cool. Gave me an yeah. autograph. That's I got, cool. I got really close to you, Darvish. Almost got an autograph. I have a long griping story about why I didn't get his autograph, but <laughs> we're not going into that. Well, let's uh, let's go to the trading card side of, of this, and let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. All we right. got Believe the Hype. Always. Tweet of the Day. Johnny Football's in the news with Panini. We'll talk about it in a little bit, just in time for the NFL draft. And then we have a philanthropy story with Upper Deck uh, and a little kid in Colorado that we'll talk about. It's that feel-good, heartwarming story that we don't get all the time in the media, and it's just really cool. Yeah, it's nice. So we'll, we'll definitely dive into that later. Matevich, Vice President of Operations of Press Pass. He's going to join us on the phone to talk about everything Press Pass. I mean, showbound, football just came out. It's a great-looking product. Uh, their racing stuff is new age, next level, uh, as far as mem, autos. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm actually excited to geek out a little bit with him about racing. I'm I'm doing a lot of the racing stuff. Kind of, If you guys are racing fans out there, you know the problems that I speak of when I say <laughs> we're trying to clean it up and make it better for y'all. Yeah. Have patience. I am working on it on a daily basis. Yeah, man. And it's going to be a process. It's going to be a long, arduous journey. So... Be patient with that one. Yeah, I just want a quick note on that. You know, I I I talked to someone in the racing forum. Uh, I don't remember who, uh, what what the guy's name was. Uh, so I apologize for that. But you know, we're we're trying to help you guys out as far as the forums go, uh, and we're just so busy with all our sports and getting them fixed, especially racing and hockey, since it's so messed up um, that. We can't just go to the forum every you know every minute yeah. uh, to check problems. Yes, we do make mistakes. It happens. Uh, unfortunately, racing has a lot of problems. And unfortunately, I misspelled total. Yeah, exactly. An extra L, so, so I apologize <laughs> for that. That was my mistake. Which I can't believe that happened, but we gave him crap for a little while. It happened. Yeah. Um, I, but I will say is that you know me and you are still relatively new. A year, and then for me, and nine months for you. We're just now coming into our own and taking more and more and more responsibilities. Yeah. And we're definitely going to try and put a better product out there on a consistent basis. I mean, we've always had a good product, and we just strive for excellence every time we you know, come into work and do these sets for you guys. So yeah. trust me, we're, we're right there with you in the trenches, and we feel the pain. If you have any complaints, we're, we feel it too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're, we're such huge fans of, of trading cards, you know, all sports really. Uh, so it's great to be working here at Beckett Media, uh, but it sucks that you know we're still kind of new because we can only do so much right. as far as the logistics here at Beckett. Yes, we do know a lot about cards, obviously, but you know as far as the database goes, uh, things like that, it, it's it's the struggles are real. <laughs> yeah, and I got to give a shout out to Dan and Brian. Yeah, they're man. they're being patient with us and they're. I mean, heck, our training's still going on, and we've been here for a long time. I, my last job was like, you get a, a month or three weeks training, and you're an expert now. It exactly. doesn't work like that in this industry. It's, yeah. 
It takes You're, time. They're still training to this day. I guarantee you, Dan still <laughs> learns something new every other day. Yeah. And so, you know, just be patient with us. All the guys in the racing forum, please don't get mad at us. But uh, we're starting to check those forums out a little bit more frequently. Uh, so if you do have problems with uh, something that's, you know, misspelled, you know, wrong numbering, print run, anything, uh, we want to fix it because obviously you guys are paying us for this product. And exactly. We don't want to rip you guys off of that. And and what I would what I would say is before we uh, we start the witch hunt on the forum page, <laughs> email me or Derek. Exactly. And come to us directly. We love talking to people. We love, you know, making sure that you guys are happy. Yeah. So come to us first and we will take care of anything and everything we can exactly. in our power. Yeah, so if you want to email us, email us at radio at Beckett.com, and one of us will get the, the email in our inbox, uh, and we'll, we'll shoot you guys an email right, right back. Uh, so, yeah, enough of that. Let's, let's start off the day with new products and pricing. A lot of stuff been uh, going live, a lot of things that have been priced in the last week. So what do we have well, today, Justin? Well, actually, we're going to be kind of in a lull for the next week. Yeah, next it's, next week is kind of dead. Yeah, we have, I mean, Sage autographs for yep. football, mm -hmm. which we've had a lot of Sage products come out. They're kind of like beefing up everything for the draft, and then they're going to kind of fade with their products. I think they'll have another couple come out. Uh, we got Upper Deck Quantum. Um, I don't know if that's been pushed back or not. Do you know, Derek? No, that's coming live, I think, May 7th or 8th. Um, and then we have ITG Lord Stanley's Mug, which is a, such a cool name. super high-end from ITG. A lot of their stuff is high-end, but this one is going to be... I think there's only 250 cases per, uh, produced. Oh, wow. So extremely hard to get, extremely expensive, but they're putting out some really cool-looking cards. I saw some images of them, and they look pretty great. That's cool. Uh, for pricing, uh, not a whole heck of a lot. I mean, we're still a little behind on some of the products. We just priced Total Memorabilia uh, Racing. We're about to price Playbook Hockey. It's just, you know, we're, we're so crazy busy. Uh, we got Upper Deck Football. I think you gathered that information already. We should be pricing that shortly. Yeah, we're, we're making that a point to get that in the next magazine since that's a huge product. Right. Uh, I gathered that yesterday. It's it's ready to go today. Um but uh, me and Dan talked about having that ready for the next issue. Excellent. So we'll get that done. And we have Fleer Showcase Hockey, which yep. uh, is a it's basically Fleer Retro with a different name. Yeah. I mean, they have a lot of the same inserts. Um, and then between the pipes, hockey, which is pretty much the uh, it's the all goalie brand. Yep. And we should be gathering that information shortly as well. Probably sometime next week, we should be getting those prices out. And we also have Panini World Cup Prism coming out next week, ah. uh, May 7th. I'm super pumped about it as well as a lot of people around the office. <laughs> you and Brian won't stop talking Gosh, about it. Gosh, man. I, yeah, been looking at the checklist. I mean, it's, yeah, I'm pumped. And I got to say, I'm a casual soccer fan. Like, I get really, really geeked out for World Cup time. Yeah. And I'll watch some Premier League. You and Brian are talking about players, and I'm like, who? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get proud. I'm proud when you guys list off like 10 players, and I'm like, I know five of them. Yeah. <laughs> you guys geek out, and you know all of them. And yeah, I'm like, exactly. I, it I need happens. to learn more about soccer, I it guess. It happens, man. Um, but yeah, that's coming out. Uh, what else? Panini this basketball is going to get priced. Uh, that's been kind of, there wasn't a lot of uh, results on uh, to, to price it. So, you know, we kind of been waiting to get the right. most, you know, well, um, results for that. And one thing that everybody's buzzing around about around here, the Panini Sickers. 
Man, the stickers are going crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There's trades happening. Uh, people are holding off on players because some are more popular than others. It's it's ridiculous, man. I'm not I'm not into the stickers just because they're stickers. I, yeah. I you know maybe if I got the book and looked at it, it would be cool. But I'm just not into it as as much as some people. Oh, it's funny as I was talking to my wife the other night. She was asking me about how my day was, and I was explaining to her that. Uh, about Panini losing the hockey license, and she's like, "Oh, are they in trouble?" I'm like, "No, no, no, no. they not uh, at all." And she's like, "Well, why? Why do you say that?" And I was like, "One word: stickers." <laughs> yeah. And then I explained everything about their sticker licenses, yeah. and not just soccer, but everything that they have with stickers. And the only thing she could look do is look at me and go, "Really? Stickers?" Yes. And I'm like, "Yes, you'd be amazed." <laughs> so it's uh. It's a pretty unique phenomenon to me that people go more crazy over stickers that are yeah. really, really cheap yep. than cards sometimes. Yeah, it's crazy, but it's an international frenzy, you know, to get get all your stickers ready to go. It's just getting me more pumped for the World Cup when it actually comes in June. Exactly. I cannot wait. Yeah, exactly. So uh, be on the lookout for those products and pricing on our website, our OPGs. Check it out at Beckett.com. Let's go to Believe the Hype. This is sponsored by Cards for Vets. Check out cardsforvets.us. Great, great opportunity to help out a great cause. Uh, they give out cards to uh, people who have passed away in the line of duty as you know, uh, police, firemen, you know, uh, army, everybody. Yeah. You know, they so give to their families, not that. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, like we gave a bunch of cards to a little boy whose father passed away, um, I think, overseas. Uh, so that was really cool to help out a kid who, you know, won't know who we are, but we'll get a bunch of cards in the mail, and that's awesome. So definitely check them out, cardsforvets.us. Awesome cause, awesome people. Let's talk about um, football. I have a football guy who I haven't told you about because I want to keep this secret. You have a football guy. Football guy. You haven't done football in a while. So this guy's been in the news. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to say this, but... I guess he dragged his now wife out of an elevator and got caught on uh, on tape, and he just pleaded not guilty uh, to the charges. Ray Rice, Baltimore Ravens running back, uh, he's in court, and he pled not guilty. I'm not believing the hype on that guy. Yep. I think he's a troublemaker, and his production on the field has decreased every year. Right now he's at a listed player status. Uh, I think it's going to drop dramatically here in the next couple of years. Uh, his 08 Topps Chrome rookie autographs, number to 25, that's at 100 to $200. And in uh, September of 08, we had results at $180. In August of 2013, we had results around $70. So, so he needs to start dropping. Exactly. Soon. So something's going down. Obviously, something off the field is is making him not want to focus on football. So I'm not believing the hype at all on this guy. So what you're telling me is you're not going to draft him next year in your fantasy football league. Man, I was so pissed when I drafted <laughs> him. Because I, I even drafted him low, and I was like, man, he's going to be a sleeper. No, I'm putting him on the no trade list or the no draft list. It's, yeah. A big hell no, huh? Hell no. All hell right. no. Hell no for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go to basketball. Uh, I'm getting my sports out of the way first since we always do your sports. That's first. fine. I'm I'm cool. I'm just chilling. <laughs> so the Mavericks and Spurs played last night, and oh, yeah. unfortunately the Mavericks lost. They are coming back to Dallas on Friday, so that might be cool. We'll, we're going to be going out 
hopefully tomorrow to bust some packs with random people just in time for the basketball game. Yeah. So that should be nice. Yeah, I might do a little uh, pack war at the game. Exactly. So definitely, yeah, I, it's going to be random. I mean, yeah. we're not going to be like, hey, you know, let's get a guy from the office, go to the American Airlines Center and just bust pack. No, it, it's going to be a fan of the Mavericks. No no Spurs fans. No. And we're just going to have fun trading, you know, opening uh, training cards with them. Yeah. So definitely be on the lookout for that video here in the next month or so. Uh, but let's go back to the topic at hand. Tiago Splitter, a double-double last night. 17 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists. He's averaging a double-double in the playoffs. That's and, not bad. And this guy isn't a starter. He's, he's coming off the bench for the most part. Um, right now, he's a semi-star status. 2010-11 absolute memorabilia spectrum signature platinum number to 25 is 20 to 50 bucks. I'm sorry. That was a tongue twister. Yeah, that, that was tough. That was tough. <laughs> absolute memorabilia spectrum signature platinum number to 25, 20 to $50. That's, that's a steal. I would pick this guy up in a heartbeat. I'm believing the hype 100% because Tim Duncan's on his way out. You know, he's got two, three years left. This guy is a shoe-in to be the starter. You know, this guy, I think he's 28, 29 from Brazil. You know, people from overseas, I think Real Madrid, their basketball team was like, we got to pay for this guy. And he almost went last year, but the Spurs obviously kept him. So what do you think about Tiago Splitter? I say if he keeps up a double-double in the playoffs every game and he, you know, produces, he's going to get, I'm sure he'll get paid. I'm sure he'll get to be a starter and a chance to prove himself. I would say believe the hype tentatively. Yeah. Kind of tread lightly, just kind of. Uh, the thing is with his cards, they're so low that you might as well. He's exactly. he's another low gamble type player. Yeah. And, and if he gains, he, he might get exactly. better and improve. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I would believe the hype on him, and you're kind of holding off for now. Yes. So let's go to baseball and hockey. Say that again? Baseball and hockey. Are you from Georgia? No. I'm I'm from California. I, I understand that. <laughs> Who you got for baseball? Baseball, we got Carlos Gomez of the Milwaukee Brewers. Killing it. Killing it. Milwaukee is is on fire. Best team in baseball. They have great pitching. Yep. But we're not talking about pitching right now. We're talking about Carlos Gomez. Yeah. He's probably one of the most polarizing players I've seen in a long time, personality wise. Yeah. Uh right now his stats, he's got seven home runs, fifteen RBI, a two ninety three batting average, so it's very respectable batting average. Uh-huh. The home runs are second in the in the National League. I mean, he's he's producing. Yeah. But he's also got a hot temper. And uh, got in that fight with Garrett Cole, which I think it was Cole's fault, and he should have been, you know, something should have happened to him. But he's also a fans player. There was a fan crying when she saw him. I guess she's a diehard fan. And he gave her two hugs, and she lost it yeah. uh, with just pure joy. And he was, you know, you could tell he was happy to do it. Mm-hmm. And he, was, he seems like a very approachable guy. Um, and they love him in Milwaukee. They are loving. They're eating whatever he's cooking. Yeah, there you go. Um, right now, he's got his exquisite collection rookie card is only 15 bucks. I mean, it's not That's an autograph. But it's not an autograph. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He's got a 2014 Heritage Throwback. Selling for about 150 bucks. That's his best card to date. Okay. He's just finally kind of coming into his own in the collecting mm-hmm. industry. You can get his autograph for an average of like 10, 20 bucks. That's not I bad. I mean, triple threads. He's, I mean, he's a semi star, unlisted mm-hmm. star status. And if he keeps gaining popularity and keeping the news and producing good numbers, you could see him on the rise. I, I believe the hype on him. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going to blow up and have the biggest numbers ever. But I think that if he keeps being the way he is, you'll see him rise. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. As long as the Brewers stay hot, they're, I mean, they're, I think they're a collectible team within their own market. 
But as far as national, you know, exposure, they they get absolutely none. Right. You and know, the they're Brewers, not the Packers. No. The <laughs> Brewers know? are my dad, he loves to rag on the Brewers. He's not a big baseball guy, but he always said the Brewers are a glorified farm system. Yes, yes. And I was like, I can agree with that, but that farm system is young mm-hmm. and they'll eventually get better. And you get the right coaching and the right personnel in there and they're clicking. Yeah. They they made the right moves, like getting Gene uh Gene Segura, great pickup for them. And they just kind of have been getting better and better and better. And I think that they're gonna be one of those teams that they're gonna surprise a lot of people in the next few years. Definitely. I completely agree with that. All right, who do you have for hockey? Don't hate me. All right. Don't mail at me. Or throw give me your give me your objects like pens and all that. <laughs> I, I really am gonna say this name wrong and I apologize if I do. Anzi Kopitar. Anzi, yeah. Anzi. Yeah, Anzi. I, don't know. I Americanized it. I don't really care, honestly. <laughs> Los Angeles Kings. Boo. I know. Had probably one of the most improbable comebacks in hockey history. I mean, only the fourth time it's ever been done. Fifth time, I think. They said fourth on ESPN this morning, sir. I watched. Oh, I don't I was too busy drowning my sorrows. <laughs> but he uh he turned it on in the last three games of the series, man. He had a he's had an assist in every game except for game four, mm. where he did really nothing. Yeah. But then game five, six, and seven. Four goals. I mean, he had 29 goals throughout the regular season, 41 assists. The guy is just deciding to get hot at the right moment. Yeah. Um, you can get his rookie card from the Cup for three to six hundred bucks. Wow. Um, Young Guns, which is the most popular rookie cards out there, only ten to twenty-five bucks. That's not bad. He's a listed player right now, or right underneath listed status. But if he keeps going on the way he is, you'll see him move up for sure. Um, and the Kings, I mean, they won the Stanley Cup pretty recently. They have the team to do it. Um, and it's honestly the Stanley Cup, I guess, contender out of the West might come from California. I mean, you got. Yeah, unfortunately. It's not the Sharks, but you got the Ducks and you got the Kings playing well. So, And you got, uh, unfortunately, my pr- uh, prediction again fell short. Yep. Poor Avalanche. Yes. I apologize to the, all the Avalanche fans out there because I have now believed that I am cursed yeah, with so, all of my predictions. So we will try and not talk about predictions uh, <laughs> Let's with not Justin do that. anymore because that, that would be bad. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely believing the hype on Kopitar. I hate him to death as well as every other player on the LA Kings. But he played well, uh, so definitely be on the lookout for him. Let's quickly go to tweet of the day since we're talking about semi-stars, unlisted stars, all right. that good stuff. Mark Z sent us an email saying, if a player is an unlisted star at age 25, will he still be at that unlisted star status at age 38 when his role decreases, production decreases, all that good stuff? Or would we keep him at that unlisted star status? That's a good question. I guess it's well, a tough question. I mean, it's it, it, on, honestly, it's a tough question, but it's kind of an easy question. It's, it's honestly a subjective basis. It depends on who the player is. I mean, you have a uh, great example, Josh Hamilton, mm-hmm. mega millionaire, mega contract, and he is an analyst star. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever actually book most of his stuff. Like his base cards will never book. I think that once you get locked into the unlisted star status, if you break out, you can get, you know, it'll be easier for you to stay there. Mm-hmm. But if you never get out of unless the star status, you won't go down as you get older. You just won't go anywhere. 
And honestly, it's it's up to you guys, the collectors, to decide who is an unlisted star, who's a listed star, who's a superstar. Yep. We don't decide that. We just go based on the data that we look at and say, all right, he falls into this category. And compared to the pricing of the rest of the guys, he's at this level. Yeah, exactly. It's it's And it's easier to go down than up. Oh, yeah. Pujols is a great example of that. Yeah. He used to be one of the top tier guys. And the last three years, he's been tanking. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. can't get rid of his stuff. Well, now this year, he's kind of back on the up. So you might as well keep his stuff. You might as well this year, yeah. But, I'm, <laughs> but the last three years have been going down. Yeah, and exactly. But I'm just saying he's a good example for mm-hmm. how you can go down so fast. Yep. Yeah, I, could, I mean that. Yeah, that's pretty much that. It, there's no complex way to answer it. It's just nope. you know, if the player's role decreases, yeah, he's probably going to go down yep. un- unless he's you know first ballot Hall of Famer, you know, you know, face of the league type player. Yeah, like Derek Jeter. Yeah, he he's not going to go down. No, no, you'll never see his cards drop. You're going to see them go up a little bit this year, and then they'll drop after the year's over. Mm-hmm. But they're going to drop back down to the level that he was before. Exactly. It's not going to be this dramatic, huge drop. So you'll see him go up, 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 and then down one Yeah. after the season's over. And that's the only time you'll see him go down. Exactly. So thanks for that, Mark Z. We appreciate it. If you guys have any questions, please send us your questions either through email at radio at Beckett.com or on Twitter at Beckett Radio. Not a lot of people are hitting us up for questions. We we want to get so many questions that we don't have to ask every week. So uh, definitely send us as many questions as you can. Let's quickly talk about topical news uh, that's going around the industry. Johnny Football has signed with Panini. Exclusive. Exclusive deal on his autograph memorabilia through Panini Authentic. That's their autograph and memorabilia uh, department. He's also has a multi-year agreement that includes his first rookie cards and autograph cards and will be in uh, the 2014 score product. That's late May, something like that. So that's that's big. Panini that's definitely huge. got a home run. Oh, yeah, that's huge. I mean, even if he turns out to be a huge bust, nobody's going to know that until he plays. Yeah. They're going to get all his rookie cards out of the way. They're going to make money on the Manziel name. Yeah. And he's obviously making good money on his on this already as well. Well, I mean, you have Leaf doing the Johnny Manziel predictor cards. Like yeah. The guy has his own set, <laughs> pretty much. And they're going for some good money on eBay, oh, I was yeah. looking. So it's like... The guy has a following, obviously. He's the most Googled player in the state of Texas. So it's like, I mean, great, great job with Panini on his autographs, his mem stuff. The guy knows what he's doing, and maybe he'll get drafted by the Cowboys. All right, then your prediction. Who do you think he's going to? I I honestly think he's going to Cleveland, unfortunately. You think he's going to Cleveland? Yeah, number four. Number four to Cleveland. Wow. Yeah, I think think, uh, Texans are going to trade out, uh, and he's going to drop number four to Cleveland. So we'll see. Where's Cloudy going then? Uh, I think he's going number two to St. Louis. And I'm not predicting anything because I'll just get it wrong. Good idea. (laughs) Let's quickly go to the philanthropy story. Upper Deck did a really awesome thing. Jack Miller, he's a nine-year-old kid with uh, brain cancer. He's been battling that for, I don't know, I think five, six years maybe. Don't quote me on that. But uh, the Colorado State football team was inspired by this little kid's story and journey and kind of made adopted him uh, kind of as as the team's uh, son, pretty much. They've been helping him. He's a huge football fan of Colorado State. 
Uh, so he's getting his own trading card, uh, courtesy of Upper Deck. He did a um, he did an appearance at Mike Stadium Sports Cards in Aurora, Colorado. I think last week to do autographs and pictures. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean the kid's nine years old and he has his own trading card. Everyone showed up to get his picture, his autograph. I mean it, it's such a cool thing that Upper Deck did. Same with Colorado State yeah. football team. That's so cool to help kids out who obviously are struggling um, with with you know diseases or or things that probably won't be able to treat. You know what it does is restore my faith in humanity just a little bit more <laughs> yeah. when I hear these stories. Seriously, people, you know, some people will just say I'm too busy or I don't have the time and this that, and then you see all these people that. Or like I'm gonna make time. Mm-hmm. Never met the kid, but it's a good thing. It's the right thing to do, and that's a really cool feeling. Exactly. So you know, special props to Upper Deck uh, for doing that big thing. That's kind of starting to be a trend now in sports. There was a, a, a little boy with uh, Nebraska. Nebraska did a thing where he was at their spring football game and he ran for a touchdown right. while the team was playing. And that was super cool to see. Yeah. Um, and USC. Yeah, I think. Did. Yeah, USC. Uh, so it, it's great to see that stuff. So maybe, you know, Panini, Tops, Leaf, Sage, they might join, you know, join Upper Deck and doing something like that. That'd, That'd be, be really, really cool interesting. So, yeah, props to Upper Deck. You guys are awesome for doing that. All right, and we have a special guest on the phone today. Uh, he is the Vice President of Operations of Press Pass, Nick Matevich. How are you today, sir? Great. How about yourself? Man, uh, we are ready to geek out. Uh, as far as NASCAR goes and the football products that you guys put out. I personally handled the Press Pass Showbound. The autographs look great. Uh, the Just everything looks great on that. So congratulations on, on putting out a great product in that. We got a lot of questions to talk about as far as NASCAR uh, memorabilia and, uh, and rookies. So let's start out with the rookies since uh, in, in football since the draft is coming up. What is it like to interact with the top rookies coming into the NFL? And who is the best, I guess, to uh, work with? You know, it's hit or miss each year, to be honest with you. Um, some of the big names are great and sign quickly. You know, for example, this year, Jadavion Clowney got his stuff back to us in about 48 hours. Wow. Which is, you know, unheard of. Johnny Manziel signed in less than a week. Um, Teddy Bridgewater signed pretty quickly for us. Uh, and then you'll run into the occasional problem child that's hit or miss. It doesn't matter who their agency is. It's got no bearing on it. You just run into some guys who are problematic. Um, you know, in regards, honestly, to the nicest guy I've dealt with this year, it's been James Franklin out of Missouri. He's been incredibly pleasant. He's communicated a lot. He's called us and asked us questions. He's followed up after for samples for friends and family members and just genuinely a nice guy, really upstanding kid. All right, so you guys have the exclusive with NASCAR and racing all that stuff as well, not just football. I guess what you guys put out a lot of really creative and interesting memorabilia cards. You guys have such a wide range of options, I guess, for your mem that other companies and other sports don't have. What's the creative process behind that? Like who decides, all right, we're going to do sheet metal or i mean now you have windshields that are really huge and really cool uh like what's the process behind doing all that stuff you know we just sit down as a team and try and figure out what we've not used before what's out there that we could possibly put in cards that people would be interested in um to your point these drivers use so much equipment through the course of a race that it gives us a lot of possibilities i know in the past we've done some pit signs and wheel covers and car covers and you know some of that's hit or miss with collectors but for the most part the sheet metal the gloves the shoes the fire suits 
and then even like the windshield, you know, to your point, it's something different and new that we thought people would really like, and the positive has been, or the feedback has been incredibly positive up to this point. Now, what ways are you trying to up the ante as far as the memorabilia? Because I mean, we, you know, we talked off the air about the windshield cards and how, you know, when we pulled one, we went crazy. I mean, just to see a piece of a windshield in a trading card is ridiculous but so awesome at the same time what are there anything uh that is is off limits as far as memorabilia goes for nascar uh we, you know we try not to use a lot of the stuff underneath the fire suit that's pretty gamey when uh, <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine but you know we're willing to look at anything if we feel like there is some market for it or collectors would be interested in it um you know, and like I said, with them using so much equipment through the course of a race, it definitely gives us a huge list of possibilities. I think one thing we'd really like to do that is tough for us to get, to be honest with you, are the driver helmets. Oh, that'd be uh, those cool. things are outrageously expensive, and we have done them a couple times in the past when we're able to get them, but the guys don't like to let go of those. They're, you know, expensive to manufacture, expensive to paint, and then once they get comfortable with them, they ride with them for a good long while. On top of that, when we go to process... Because of the curvature and the thickness, it's really tough swatch to process. But, uh, you know, I would definitely like to get some of those in and hopefully bring that back to collectors. So you guys are talking about upping the ante with these with these mem cards. And I, just, I had an idea about you guys do sheet metal. Why don't Have you ever tried doing a sheet metal where the guy's been in a wreck and it's like it's been from this accident, from this car? Because a lot of guys watch NASCAR for the wrecks. Sure. Do you think that would be an option for a mem card? Uh, if we can get the details from the team, it might work. You know, the one challenge when they come out of a wreck, to be honest with you, is the sheet metal ripples so badly, it's really tough to cut. And when you get a fold in it, for example, we shipped a bunch out yesterday to our vendor to be cut up for our next product, Redline. And just trying to get it flattened out to get it in a package to ship is an absolute nightmare. You've got to take a hammer to it and to try and get the wrinkle down just to get it flat and at that point paint starts to chip off you know it doesn't look as good and uh, there are times that you can't even get the wrinkles out it just depends on how hard the impact's been and what exactly has happened the other challenge with that is a lot of the times the teams when these come back they just strip down the car and kind of throw it in a pile and we go back there with them to see what's available and what fits our needs and they don't differentiate what's from each individual race okay so there are times we do have that information but it's you know in the case of junior in texas a couple weeks ago he actually had that car hauled to his private property he apparently has a car graveyard out there for (laughs) really spectacular wrecks and uh, he he kept that entire car for himself so what are your thoughts on exclusive licensing with sports and card companies as a whole uh do you think it hurts the industry helps the industry what's your opinion on that I think it can be somewhat positive. Um, I honestly think everybody, collectors in particular, are better served if there are multiple people in a product or in in a sport, I should say. Um, I think just the competition pushes everybody and drives them to deliver better product. On top of that, I think, to be honest with you, the athletes benefit um, because they have more negotiating power. If they can get one company to pay a higher rate, they can use that as leverage against the other companies when they're trying to do something. And from a manufacturer perspective, that's obviously not what you want. But at the same time, I think the collectors and the athletes benefit when that is the case is there anything in the works on branching out into other sports or entertainment products because you just don't do sports you have entertainment cards as well Uh, is there anything in the works for those uh 
nothing on the immediate horizon. You know, we're always keeping our eyes open and looking to see what's out there and what is available that we think might be a good fit. Um, you know, for the most part this year, we're just trying to focus on the core business of football and NASCAR and build off that. But we are definitely open to other possibilities in the future. What challenges do you guys face when you have to compete with companies like Upper Deck on creating football products and the originality and how you guys have to, you know, basically separate yourselves from other companies? Sure. Uh, as far as competing with somebody like Upper Deck, obviously the biggest challenge for us is the licensing, licensing issue. The fact that we are not allowed to show the collegiate marks and the uh, logos and stuff like that. Um, but as far as a product content standpoint, I think box to box, our our products have the value, if you know, at least on level, if not better, than most of our competitors. We do a really good job, I feel, of setting up the product schematic to make sure that the value is spread across the entire run and not concentrated at the beginning or in or you know, hot boxes. But the, everybody who buys a product hopefully is getting somebody they like, a big-name player that they know. If it's not somebody they want, they could at least flip it for money on the secondary market and, you know, recover their value. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I just want to say we appreciate you doing this interview, and uh, I think you guys are the greatest artists as far as trading card goes because you have to, you know, worry about the licensing and and, uh, photoshopping and, and things like that. I mean, you know, anyone can put a picture on a card, but to make it look great and, and desirable, I think you guys do a great job. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, we have a great designer here, and uh, she does a bang-up job of giving each product its own unique look and reason for being. And obviously, we'll rely on technology a little bit, too, to separate the brands. But I feel like, you know, this year in particular, um, it's been one of our stronger years as far as separation of the brands and, you know, great looks across all the products. All right, I got one more question for you before we let you go, and this is kind of a fun one. You guys put out a lot of great racing products, football products. What is your favorite product that you guys put out? Your stamp of approval of this is our top dog. I I would collect this any day of the week. What is it? Honestly, this year I'm happy with all three, but I feel like Game Day Gallery um, is one of the best-looking products we've done since we've been non-licensed uh, by the CLC. It's got an artifact which minimizes the look of the airbrushing um, really classy really clean you know you've got the foil stamping to help differentiate your parallels so there's no confusion or you know what you have when you get a look at it on the secondary market you know and it's another brand where we've used the red ink and inscription variations to help kind of push the envelope on top of the on-card autographs to further separate ourselves from our competitors and how about racing anything with that uh you know five star obviously was a massive hit for us and i think it's a great looking product from the box all the way to you know the commons um as far as values too you know this year the rookie class has been incredibly hot dylan and larson in particular and the values we saw in his cards were just outrageous compared to some of the other two drivers oh yeah larson's selling like crazy he's i priced total memorabilia yesterday and he, he's pretty hot yeah i'll be interested to see you know we are packing out american thunder next week it'll go live the following week on the 14th and uh we're gonna have a lot of Chase Elliott in there. You know, we did autographs of him back in Element in 2011, which are selling really strong right now, but that kid has been on a tear in the Nationwide Series. It's still amazing. He hadn't even graduated high school. I mean, he's wow. 18 years old. Um, <laughs> he's leading the Nationwide Series. He's won two races. He finished second behind Harvick last week, I think. We've gotten a fire suit from him. We've gotten some sheet metal. We actually got a tire from his first win down in Texas back in early April that'll be in Redline later on this summer. Oh, very nice. Um, you know, and so with, in particular, being Bill Elliott's son, there was already a natural, nat, nat, I guess, natural following there 
for his fans. But, you know, the kid's performing incredibly well, and these are going to be the first material cards we've put out of him. So we're, we're excited about that. Well, awesome. Nick, we appreciate you coming on. And whenever you're uh, around, you know, Beckett and the offices and you want to stop by and do a little quick interview again, hey, man, the floor is yours. Sounds great, guys. I appreciate it. Well, special thanks to Nick Matevich of Press Pass to come on and spend a little time with us, talk about football and, and NASCAR. Obviously, their NASCAR products are awesome, so we love talking to him about that. Let's give out the giveaway for Panini Playbook Hockey. We're doing something different. We're going to do it live on air. I have it in our bubble mailer pack. In our bubble mailer. We, <laughs> we have all of the uh, names, so yeah. you can hear the... Hear the bag. Hear the bag. All right. So shaking them up. The lucky winner of a brand new box of Panini Playbook hockey goes to. Oh <laughs> yes. I swear to God, this is his name. Flaming bag of poo. Flaming bag of poo. Congratulations! You have just won a box of Panini Playbook hockey. We were laughing about that name when we put all these names into this into this bag uh his favorite nhl playoff memory was when the wild unceremoniously ended patrick waugh's career and knocked them out of the playoffs now they need to knock him out of uh, knock him out as a coach ironically they did that last night ot thriller uh in colorado so congrats to flaming bag of poo and you know what this is a first we have never uttered the word poo on this radio show. <laughs> and this will probably be the last because I don't think we should be saying that. <laughs> so then I'm going to say it one more time. Poo. There, yeah, so special uh, shout out to everyone who uh, tried to win this box of Playbook Hockey. Uh, we'll get that out to you in the next week or so. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. And I'll send you a, a private message to get your address as well. So, uh, yeah. Who are you sending the message to? Huh? Who are you sending that message to? Uh, flaming bag of poo. Okay. We, we will get that out to you <laughs> as soon as possible. So, uh, yeah, man, we're, we're super excited. I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to the National, yeah. and it's looking like you are too, hopefully. There's a chance. There's a chance. So uh, for all you guys that are going to the National, you know, breaking news, I will be there with my radio equipment in hand as well as a wireless uh, microphone so i'm going to be walking around the exhibit hall you know doing my thing i'm going to have everyone on that i possibly can in those uh few days uh and i'm going to try and get you guys on the show i want to get your side of the story on collecting uh you know are you a gambler collector are you are uh, just a straight up collector and telling us your stories the big hits the great pulls the heartbreaks yeah man uh, you know we we want to get more active with you guys you know and, and this is a great way to do that is to branch out to go to the national convention and talk to you guys not through email or twitter or anything but face to face you know sit down so this will be a great way to do that if you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at Beckett Radio or through email radio at Beckett.com. We're here to talk to you guys, ask for help, whatever you guys want, we're here for you. Well, I'm, I think that about wraps it up for Beckett Radio. Be on the lookout for anything special. I might be giving away one special card. Since it is the NHL playoffs, we have a, a pretty sweet, I think it's an, uh, a mem card yep. of, of a Detroit red wing legend hall of famer hall of famer legend he's amazing we have a card that we pulled that we're going to give away for you guys be on the lookout for that contest it might be a twitter retweet 
contest. It might be a, a follower retweet or, or a follower contest. I don't know. I'll think about it. So uh, be on the lookout for that on Twitter and on Beckett.com. Uh, we will have a landing page soon, Beckett.com slash radio. So that's cool. A lot of new, exciting things happening at Beckett Media. So definitely be on the lookout for that. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to Beckett Radio. I'm Derek Ficken. I'm Justin Grunert. We'll see you guys later. Later.